listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. And may the Lord give you his peace. Um, Good morning. Good morning. And a word of welcome to Brother Gerard. Nice to have you here. Uh, so from Luke 16, this parable about the dishonest steward is a little troubling first time you take a look at it. Uh, on first hearing it, you might get the impression that Jesus is holding up this guy who is corrupt and dishonest as an uh, example and model of how we should be. And uh, obviously, we know that dishonesty and corruption is not good, so it produces this effect in your brain, if I could put it that way. It's like, wait a minute, what? And um, so anyways, a quick comment on that. Uh, it seems to be part of Jesus's own methodology, his own pedagogy, the way he teaches so many of his parables, so many of his stories. He, um, there's, there's a twist in there. It's something you didn't see coming, something that's a little unexpected. Sometimes it's even a little something that on first hearing it, you're like, wait a minute, that didn't sound right. And uh, that thing is genius. And, and that's the thing, that, that element to each one of his stories or his parables is his, so often the thing that provokes within you something to go deeper. So it's kind of interesting. Um, mm, something there, something there. Um, I think God, it's so easy to kind of keep God in a box or for, you know, for our faith to be uh, boring, you know, it's like predictable, predictable and boring. And, and, um, and the thing is that God is anything but that, you know, he's constantly breaking out of our boxes and exploding our categories, uh, to borrow a phrase from Ratzinger, you know. So this is part of how Jesus does it. Um, and so I was thinking, uh, the thing that Jesus is really holding up as an example here is this guy's prudence. That's the word, his prudence, which means this guy has the ability to read the scene. He's totally aware of what's going on, and he's able to see where things are going. So he's got a little bit of an intuition about the future, and he's able to make prudent, practical uh, choices to get ready for that future. That's the thing that's being held up. And Jesus says the children of this world are really good at that. And uh, maybe we should try to be like that as well. So um, the method that this guy is doing is dishonesty and corruption. So that, that's clearly not what we're being called to. <laughs> uh, sorry to disappoint some of the people in the chapel here this morning. Okay. Um, but there's a gift of the Holy Spirit that um, enables the church to bring out of the store of her treasury something old and something new, something fresh, something, uh, the ability to kind of discern, I think it's part of the gift of prophecy, the, the ability to kind of read the scene and to discern what the Spirit is saying and to respond to that. Um, uh, this, a modern version of this parable could be, let's say, uh, our situation in America with a democracy. Plato had said that the weakness of the democracy is it easily devolves into the politician figuring out what do I need to say to get the votes and that's what's happening you know I don't want to name any names but there, we did get a phone call here a couple years ago and it was a company that had been hired by a person who was going to run for an office 
and they were asking me all these questions about all these issues. And uh, I got talking to the lady who was, you know, from the company. It was like, okay, like, give me the scoop on what's going on here. And she shared with me that uh, these companies exist where the politician will hire the company and then they will canvass the voters and they will craft the message. It has nothing to do with the, what the politician actually believes or what they hope to do when they're in office, but it's like, we need to figure out what do we have to do, how, what do we need to say, and how do we need to say it so that we can get those votes? Because the person who gets those votes is the person who gets elected. Wow, that just feels so icky, doesn't it? But on, an, on the other hand, that's just genius. Like in a democracy, this is how it works, you know? And so something like that is what Jesus is talking about. Um, so brothers, we could learn something from people in the world who are dedicated, they're creative, and they are zealous for whatever it is they're doing, whether it be politicians, whether it be people in marketing, people who are really working for some kind of product or some kind of politician or some kind of message. Um, and uh, obviously this is the call of the new evangelization, that maybe there are things from the past that aren't working anymore. And uh, from John Paul II to Benedict and now Pope Francis, there's kind of a call for us to kind of be open to the Holy Spirit, to maybe not be so attached to things from the past that don't apply anymore, but uh, a kind of an openness to reading the scene and then responding prudently, the guidance of the Spirit, on how to reach and communicate with the people of this age. You know, how to translate the gospel of Jesus Christ into a language which is understandable, comprehensible, and acceptable. Now, that is like walking um, a tightrope, huh? Because on the one hand, you could err in the, in, the, in the way of being so trendy that you kind of water down the gospel and you try to like give a version of the gospel that like has lost its content in the name of letting it be acceptable to people. No, nah, you don't want to do that. But to hold to the fullness of the truth, truth which is liberating, which is life-giving, which is the, um, you know, a glass of living water for a world that's um, dying of thirst. Um, but in a way, you know, that, that is somehow comprehensible and understandable, um, some kind of the gift of translation, the gift of interpretation, the Holy Spirit. And um, so if the, the reality is that each one of us are stewards, we don't, we don't have ownership of anything, like we've been entrusted with something, you know, and we will give an account. So there, there is this moment that's waiting for each person. So how do we, how should we act knowing that that day is coming? You know, how do we prepare for the future? That this, this accountability that we'll give to God. And um, I, I have found in my, my own ministry, that particular angle is really helpful and fruitful. You know, because it, people can understand that. Like if you know something's about to happen, what do you need to do now to prepare for it? And uh, so anyways, um, let's pray for that grace, you know, in our own lives but even particularly in our ministries, you know, as things unfold and we move forward, uh, that we would have the gift to read the scene and to respond prudently, always under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, that uh, God's will may be done and his kingdom may come in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.